Hello and welcome. This is Beverly Houston Fisher of Balanced Living, and today we'll be discussing meditation on Podcast 4. My guest is Linda French of Tranquil Moments. She's a Jill of all trades, the former owner of a full-service tea salon with tea and gift shop, and co-owner of a wellness center. Very talented and creative, Linda is also an author of general fiction and a co-writer of a creative lifestyle digital magazine. She facilitates a weekly guided meditation, monthly tea classes, and a monthly book club as well. Well, welcome, everybody. Today we are here with Linda French, who is an amazing well, an amazing woman. She practices everything, but today we're going to be focusing on meditation and what it has meant to us, how we first connected with it, and the benefits that we reap from taking the time for ourselves. So welcome, Linda. Thank you. Thank you for coming today. Thank you, Beverly. This is a pleasure and my honor. Oh, I'm so honored. I miss you guys so much. I miss being up country hanging out. I miss our hugs. I miss our tea time. I miss, I miss, I miss. But I we'll get back there. I know. I know we will. So it's so nice being able to connect like this, even though we can't see each other personally face to face. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing what how blessed we are that we have the technology we have in this time because we needed it all this all us people junkies <laughs> needed ways to connect, whether it was through Zoom or phone or, you know, all that. I think some people have actually picked up pen and paper even. So how about that? <laughs> they remembered how to write. <laughs> well, don't ask them to do cursive because half of the kids never even learned it in school. I don't my writing anymore because that's all I do. <laughs> I know. Well, and I love to write. So I can't. <laughs> I love it. My kids are like, Mom, you're cursive. I said, just look at it slowly, you know, if I did it well. Otherwise, I can only read it. That's almost doctor quality of script, but not quite. We, in the future, it's going to be our code, our secret code. Nobody yes. Oh, I just got the chills. I love that. <laughs> it's already kind of a secret code around here because they don't, you know, I scribble, but I get it. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. And, you know, again, any kind of connection and you can meditate and write. I mean, just staying on subject, there's all kinds of times that you can just let it flow out and not get caught up in it but just kind of breathe through whatever's happening so that's that's, automatic writing exactly exactly so speaking of meditation when did you first well I'll say attempt because I know for many people they feel like it's a real challenge when did you first find out about meditation and sit down and attempt to do it well actually meditation kind of found me Um, It really started when I started practicing yoga about 25 years ago. And of course, after having worked, you know, the nine to five in a pretty stressful job, I looked forward to yoga and especially Shavasana at the end where I could lie there and not do anything. And um, I kind of approached it as a short little nap. And then all of a sudden it kind of came to me that I was actually conscious. I was thinking, but not focused on my thinking. 
and um, clearing the mind, clearing all the monkeys out from the day. And I realized this is meditation. So I started listening to meditations. And at that time, so many years ago, it was on CDs. And, um, and now it's, of course, advanced to you can listen to it on YouTube anytime. But um, I started realizing that I could meditate anytime through the day. I could take five minutes for myself and just kind of zone out and, and try to, um, I don't know, begin clearing, not ignoring what was up there, but just clearing it. And as I practiced, it became easier and I found different ways to meditate. Beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, in yoga. We call that the conscious witness. Right. Right. Where we're just we're there. We can see it, but we're not getting caught up in it. Mm-hmm. We're not getting caught up in any worry or stress or anything that it comes. We just kind of, you know, as they say, watch it as a cloud go by, watch it as a balloon going by, watch it as a bubble, whatever, to where you're not. You just disconnect and honor it and let it go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so many people, they don't think they can meditate because of all of this up here that's constantly going on. And the first thing I tell them is nobody can stop thinking. It's always going to be there. It's part of who we are, and it's supposed to be there. So just like you said, you can view it as a cloud floating by. You can acknowledge it. Don't ignore it. Acknowledge it. Don't judge it. Just let it go by and it will leave you alone for a while. You know that you can always go back to that thought when your meditation is over or when you need to. Yeah. It, and, and monkey mind, right? Chita vrittis. <laughs> that's what chita vritti means, monkey mind, because it's just spinning. And, you know, that's normal. Like you're saying, that's exactly, we are human beings. We have so much input coming in that we have to process at all times for safety. This is primal. This isn't even a choice, right? This is something that is primal. We have so much going on. We have so much coming in that we don't even get but a tenth or less of what's coming in. Absolutely. And it's still all up there. Everything is always up there. And this is our human experience. So, you know, it's something that we should not ignore, but we can manage it instead of letting it manage us. Right. And honor it. Like you mm-hmm. said, when you comes in, even if it's positive or negative, it's not about the judgment. It's a simple breath of awareness, right? And you go, and thank you. And you let it go, right? And, and some people, and that's one thing that I've used as a tool when it comes to meditation, if you notice, like you're breathing fine, you're in a whole meditate, you're getting there, and then something comes in and disrupts your thoughts, right? Like it does, and we just let it go. But if you take a nice deep breath in, thank it, and then let it go. It'll just bring it deeper in. And, you know, we know how important breath work is. So the more that we take that and the breath actually shuts off the, uh, the primal mind, right? The primal mind is our flight, right? And the ang- all that primal scare, fear, all that comes from there. So when we take a nice deep breath in, it pulls us right to now and it's it, it, it's such a blessing it's such a blessing so what 
What has been your most amazing experience you've had with meditation so far? Because you said you've been practicing adding. It's it's getting deeper, right, practice now, but you've been doing it for almost 25 years, right? Um, yes, on many different levels. And, of course, probably I would say over the last 15 years, more than before. Um, for many things in my life that transitioned over that time, I had to find a space where I could get back to my center, get back to who I am. And I guess that's what it's done for me. It's actually uh, made me aware of myself more and it's let me let go of the anxiety and the fear, as you were talking about. Um, it's improved my sleep. Um, but just getting back and acknowledging my own gifts and being aware that of my position in the universe, of my worth in the universe. And I think, you know, we all have that worth. And so many of us ignore it and don't feel the worth. So it's really helped me get past the human regrets and the memories and the thoughts that haunt us sometimes. And realizing that that's part of the path. It is not, we're not on this journey just to get somewhere. We're on this journey to be aware of the journey. And I think you mentioned being in, being now, being in the moment. And that's what it's taught me mostly is to pretty much live in the moment and take all of those things in the past and bring them along with me just as lessons, not as um, punishments or anything like that, that people sometimes think of the things that have happened in their past, you know? It's, it's just a life journey. It's not a goal. When you said that, I was thinking, we're bringing along as a lesson, not a weight. That's right. That's right. Living in, in the space that we have of loving kindness. Not right. just to everybody around us, which we tend to do and forget about ourselves, but loving kindness for ourselves as well. Well, and I personally, that's what meditation does the most for me. Mm-hmm. is it gets me out of the mindset of how I'm serving others and what I need to do to please them and brings me back to I am already everything. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. And that's huge. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's an honoring. And, you know, when you take time to meditate, I don't care if it's one minute. I don't care if you just sit in your car when you get off work or right before you go in or you have to run out to your car to have five minutes for yourself, whatever works. But just taking that time to sit still and breathe. Yeah. And, and, and if you have a visualization, I, one thing I recommend for people who are new to meditation, who are physically active. Now, personally, I had to, because of all the abuse I went through as a child, I, it was very, very difficult for me to sit in my mind. So I, I'd either get really hyper and excited about something because again, I didn't have all the tools. I was about 18. And so I would get really excited about something and kind of want to get up and do right. Or I'd get really spiraling down and go so deep that I just wasn't ready for. Right. Cause I was 18. I was still in survival mode. Hell, I was still in survival mode till I was 35, but, was you know, <laughs> I was raising kids and everything else. So I had constant needs 
from me physically. So when I first started trying to meditate, there was no way. I could not, I could not calm the mind. It wasn't even because I can't. I just didn't know how. So I started with Tai Chi because I've always been in motion. Right? I've been a dancer and yoga and all of these things. So Tai Chi. Tai Chi was a beautiful blessing for me as a very energetic, physically person because it gave me that space within breath. But Tai Chi is meditation in motion. That's so exactly right, and it's one of the motion meditation is one of the nine main meditative practices. And so, people don't realize that right. when we're when we're walking. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can be walking. It can be gardening. You can be uh, in a garden in nature mm-hmm. on your street. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a, if you're just focusing, left foot, mm-hmm. right foot, left foot. That's mindfulness and meditation and exercise. I mean, talk about nailing all of your chakras in the same exercise, you know, that same physical meditation. It's, it's such a blessing. And I think, that's, I think that's one of the best things we've mentioned right now is that it doesn't have to be sit still okay. <laughs> and hold still, breathe deeply, and don't think. <laughs> Yes, I, you know, so many people have asked me when, when I tell them, you know, you should join our meditations on Sunday, and they'll say, I can't meditate because I can't sit still that long. I can't lie down. I can't sit in that pose where everybody's all twisted up. That doesn't, you know, you can meditate at a stoplight. Yeah. You can meditate washing dishes. You can meditate anywhere. You on the toilet. Have, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, I don't want to say the only time I get privacy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, you can meditate when you get up and look at the sunrise or look at the sunset. That is all meditation. And people don't realize they do it all day long. They're just not conscious of it. Right. Well, okay. So you just made me think of people who daydream are already meditating. That's right. They just don't realize it. So if you're a daydreamer, you got this. You're already there. <laughs> yeah, because it's, daydreaming is actually one of the things that Maxine and I are, are writing about in this month in the May uh, newsletter. Because daydreaming is really, a, people used to scold children because they were daydreaming in class. And those children probably turned out to be some of our greatest artists and writers and creative people. Scientists. <laughs> because they're creative yeah well I was I grew up an only child so I was nothing but a daydreamer you know (laughs) really and I used to hear my mother would tell me you know get your head out of the clouds (laughs) I'm sorry but I'm still in the clouds girl look at how many books have you written now (laughs) talk about living in the clouds And that's it. You know, I, I even, uh, you know, we have kids go to school and, and, and start so young. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with education. Mm-hmm. I think they make them sit way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I think they do, because these kids are emotion oriented. This is they're still exploring their physical world. Mm-hmm. And when we do, we trap them and say, you know, 
you have to behave this way. You have to sit down and do this. Don't, no, don't get your head, get your heads out of the clouds. What are you doing being creative? You know, why are you doodling? Why are you doodling? Do you know how much work is going on in here when you're doodling? <laughs> so, you know, so there is, and since you brought it up, what are some of the other ways you said one of the nine ways of meditating? What are some of the other ways that people meditate? Well, there's, um, okay, you mentioned mindfulness. That is one of them. That is probably, in our Western culture, that's probably the main one that people try to to uh, learn how to be in the moment. Notice the things around them. Notice your physical feelings, your emotions, and everything around you, nature, everything. That is part of mindfulness. There's transcendental meditation. There's uh, motion meditation their spiritual meditation that's associated with different um, religious and beliefs, you know. Um, visualization is another type of meditation. Uh, let's see, what else? Visualization. Um, well, that's right in with daydreaming, really. Yes, right. And focused meditation where you're, you're gazing. Some people used to call it wall gazing. Zen meditation where they would or candle gazing, mm -hmm. candle gazing exactly the same thing. That's focused meditation, uh, progressive relaxation. In fact, um, you ask about a meditation today, and the one that we're going to be doing it's a very, very short meditation. It's a progressive relaxation meditation, and it can be done in very few minutes from three to five minutes, right? Yeah, so, um, spiritual movement mantras. Uh, we did mantra meditations. When you were I love mantras. Right. So that, that's uh, some. I think we might have mentioned nine, but I think there are nine specific meditative uh, processes that people do. And ours that we do is kind of a combination of several different things. It is. You really wrap it up in the meditation. I'm always impressed. I love it every time. You always seem to know what your audience is needing because you're focusing on what you need. And I love, love, love that. And I mean, we've been packed lately. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a great group. You know, people come in and come out depending on their schedule. It's not something that you have to put on your calendar and you have to be there. You be there when you need to be there or when you want to be there. And um, we do go, you know, you said something there about what I needed. And I think that's it. Because sometimes I'll go into a meditation in the morning and I'll think, gosh, I don't know what people are going to need today. And then it comes right back to what I need. You know, it can be, my higher self speaking to me or the universe speaking to me or God or whatever you want to call who gives us these guidance. Right. Um, and usually whatever it is, somebody will say, I really needed that today. And so we're so most of them. <laughs> right. That's true. Most of them, but we're all so connected. You know, and I think we feel that energy in each other, whether we really know each other on a very personal level or not, we're all connected. Well, I think you just nailed what meditation's all about, because here you were worrying about what everybody else was going to want, worrying now that's this, and then you're like, now what do I need? Mm -hmm. Let's start here. We have everything here. Right. And 
there's so much wisdom. You know, um, we've been kind of talking about the benefits throughout. There's so many. There's so many. But one of the ones that sticks out most to me in this world when we're all worried and craving more time for ourselves is that they say if you do about an hour of meditation or even, well, about an hour of meditation, you will give, gain three hours of efficient work. I've heard that, yes. Yeah. You will gain that time back because you're sharper, you're more connected, you're more grounded, you've aligned your chakras, whether you realized it or not, <laughs> and you're taking in everything from a solid place of I M. Right. That's right. You know, there's an old, uh, it's a Zen saying that says you should meditate 20 minutes a day. Everyone should med meditate 20 minutes a day. And if you don't have time to do that, you should meditate an hour. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to make a t-shirt. I'll, <laughs> I'll find out the quote. <laughs> it's true. Because if you don't have 20 minutes to meditate, then you really need to lock yourself in a room until you make that time. Because yeah, it, it goes is back to what you said, you will gain that in return. It literally, that's the same 20, right? 20 minutes gains an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so an hour gains you three. So it's amazing and it's so healing. And I love, 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 love that I'm seeing it more. And I mean, classrooms were starting mm -hmm. to do it more prior. And now I have seen so many studies on how much these teachers, they're teaching yoga and meditation and stuff during Zoom. They're given, that's their PE, right? Because they can only do so much. And it is benefiting everybody. And those students, especially high school students right now, are really struggling with the lack of social interaction. It's been life-saving for some. I mean, truly. Yeah. yeah, there's so many benefits to it. I mean, there are, you know, we've talked about a lot of the spiritual benefits as far as, you know, coming back to yourself and, and fulfilling what you need yourself through meditation, but your physical aspect, your blood pressure, your heart rate, uh, it can raise you out of depression. You know, there's so many, and it can alleviate pain. It's a good pain management. So, oh, it helps with post. It helps with post-traumatic stress. It yeah. definitely helps with heart health because you're not under such pressure. Like mm -hmm. you're saying, it helps with breathing if they're doing nice deep breaths during the process, which is releasing more toxins from the body. It helps the muscle, everything calm down. The mind settles. It's just on so many physical levels and mental, spiritual. It is even again. Start with five minutes. Right. Start with three minutes. Mm -hmm. Find an instrumental song that's calm for you. Sit down and just listen. You right. don't have to. It doesn't have to be all these layers. I think it's intimidating still for some. Boy, it is absolutely. And, and I, it's, I hear them all the time say, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Can't. Sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. Because it just doesn't seem like it would be so powerful right. like breath if we didn't have breath we'd die okay but it seems <laughs> simple yeah if you can't if you feel you really can't sit down and just be quiet go out in your garden go out in the yard take a little walk and that's and just be silent with yourself start there and yeah. then go back in and find your comfort 
place and just your little happy place in your home, wherever it might be. Just sit there and just listen to yourself for a while. Yeah. Well, and again, if you need to be active, pick one of your gardening, right? Art. Right. Writing, right? However, whatever, whatever brings your heart rate down, grounds you down and gives you just bliss. I think the biggest problem that we've had with the word meditation is the word itself. I agree. So much as, you know, all of these other things, we give them different names, but they're all meditation as long as it's quiet space for you. Right. As long as you're able to just, it's really just a form of zoning out, (laughs) which most of us should recognize because we've all done it, right? In a conversation and whatever, we just kind of go, and you're just kind of off. That's meditation. Exactly. And a lot of people have trouble sleeping. I, for one, and, you know, I found that meditation, if, if you can't just lie there and focus or count or whatever on your breathing, there are so many great YouTube meditations. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is type in guided meditation and there is an innumerable list that comes up. And, you know, you may not resonate, some of these people may not resonate with you, but you can find a voice that you like, find a message that you like, and just try it, you know, just try a few of them. And I, I would just bet that anybody can find a guided meditation that works for them. Yeah. Well, and, and now that you mentioned that, I'm, I'm, I've got my archive that I'm offering just complimentary for people. And so I'll put that link up there, too. And we've got a few different meditations on there. And, you know, again, if you can't sit still, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't do it. Try Tai Chi. You know, oh, try something else, try walking and listen to a meditation while you're walking or some soothing music. Or if you've got a certain issue, like you're saying, there's so many out there you can put, I need to meditate on my anger and release this. Or I need to, you know, uplift myself. There's things to bring you up and bring you down and help you relax. And it, it's like, I can't even imagine. I haven't searched it lately, which I should just to see. There's got to be at least a million options out there literally on youtube there are and i mean there's meditations on losing weight and stopping smoking and things like exactly. that Exactly. you know every anything that you feel you need you can find a meditation for it yes it's amazing again thank you technology especially right now <laughs> yeah. oh 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 i love it i love it i love it i know we could sit and talk and talk and talk about meditation because we both totally didn't talk and talk about anything though. yeah we're <laughs> preaching to the choir here sister <laughs> so oh, let's take a few breaths i want to honor your time and um, I'm going to let you take over, my sweet sister, so we can go through this five-minute meditation and give them a, a, a hint of what and how easy it can be. This is just a hint. It's just um, it's a short body scan meditation. It will kind of just take you down into a little relaxation zone, three to five minutes. And you can do this. I mean, it's, it's nothing that you can't do yourself all day long because you have the body to start with, and that's what we're going to start with. So I'd like for you to get comfortable in your chair or on the floor or lying down wherever you uh, feel most comfortable and take a deep breath 
and really feel the contact with the support beneath you. And exhale completely. And take another deep breath in, filling your chest and your stomach, feeling the expansion on the in-breath and the release on the out-breath. And once again, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And now pay attention to the natural rhythm of your breath as you focus on your toes. Scrunch up your toes and then release, feeling that relaxation in your feet. And now relax your ankles. Consciously relax your calf muscles and your knees and your thighs. Remember to acknowledge any thoughts you may have and just see them float up and away from you, just like they're in an air bubble. No judgment. Now relax your buttocks and your pelvic area. And begin to notice if there's any tension in your back. Breathe in deeply. And as you breathe out, slowly relax and release any tension you may have in your back. Now your entire lower body is relaxed, beginning to feel heavy. And now your shoulders, where we carry so much tension and so much stress. Just lift up your shoulders towards your ears and then release them completely, letting them drop down all the way. And feel that relaxation through your chest and your back and your stomach, just with the release of your shoulders. That's wonderful. Now it's time to relax your neck and your jaw muscles. Just let your jaw drop loose. Let your tongue drop away from the roof of your mouth. Take a deep breath in and as you breathe out, let go of any tension you're holding around your eyes and your forehead. And now the top of your head, just even relax your ears. You can feel the relaxation from the top of your head all the way down through your body. Now one more time, I'd like for you to hunch your shoulders up and release them with any remaining tension. Just let that tension sink down and flow out of you. Now relax with a few more deep breaths in and out. 
and enjoy this feeling of relaxation and calm. And now I'd like for you to slowly bring your attention back to the room. Begin noticing the sounds around you, the air on your skin. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Oh. So how are you feeling? Fabulous. <laughs> I mean, that was like four minutes. Oh, yeah. Four minutes. And it doesn't, you know, just a couple of minutes a day if you want to do that. If you're sitting at your desk working or wherever you are, just sit and close your eyes. And just scan your body and just let every part of you just relax. It can be maybe less than a minute, but you've got that rejuvenation. Well, and it's the breath, too. It's the oh, taking. Right. It's just so everything we need is this vessel we're in. <laughs> everything mm -hmm. our, this vessel needs. <laughs> That's right. And this breath, you know, we don't even pay attention to our breath. It's such mm -hmm. a natural thing that we do every moment, every second of our life. And once you start paying attention to it, it's such a relaxing thing. You know, people don't understand that 70%, and this sounds really high, but it's true because the lungs are our biggest, you know, force we're working every day. 70% of our toxins come out That's of right. our breath. That's right. I mean, think of how much toxins we're breathing in, right? And if we're half breathing, we're not breathing all the way, then all of those heavier metals and toxins, they gather in the bottom of the lungs. And I mean, honestly, it makes me think, is that why there's so much asthma? Because people aren't breathing enough. And so then they can't breathe enough, you know, like any muscle, right? Right. You know, you pack, you pack anything full of toxins, anything. And after a while, there's no room left. There's no space. It's going to suffer. Right. I mean, yeah, if you just keep filling up that bag full of crap, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be full of crap. It's, that's why we did it, right? <laughs> well, and we do it all day long because we're not conscious of our breathing all day long. And we, and we don't need to be all day long. But if you take that's, some time. And that's the blessing of this beautiful body. It's always trying to reach homeostasis. It's always trying to come in balance. So if we can, because it's so lovingly breathes for us all day without thought, if we can even give it, yeah, if we can even give it three breaths in the morning, nice, deep, full, and ring it out. You said that in the meditation the other day. Make sound. Get it out. Blow it out. We do that three times in the morning and three times at night we're going to notice a difference, even if it's the littlest of things. But the longer you do it, the more you reap the benefits. Right. And the, the more you do it, the more capacity your lungs are going to have to do this on a natural basis. And you don't even have to pay attention to it, you know, all the time. That's it. I've been doing it literally for so long now that I can instantly notice when my heartbeat's going too fast and I'm Panting. If I start panting, I literally stop 
and breathe because I'm like, oh, woo, uh, my system's at high alert right now. I am on level red. I'm not at green where I'm supposed to be. I'm sure not at yellow. I am panting. Like, I'm just caught up in the chita vritti <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and the more you practice your breath, the more aware you will become of those times when you're doing that because some people don't even realize they're doing it. That's so once it. you get to the point where you can realize it, you can take care of it. You can fix it. Yeah. And that's, again, it's practice, right? First, you have to have the awareness. Then you have to practice. And then it becomes part of your nature. And every time, again, you're, you're shutting off the limbic mind. You're bringing it into the frontal cortex. Every time you start to take conscious, deep breaths, we are now going... I don't live there anymore. This is really only a one, not a 10. Okay? <laughs> don't need to be up here because triggers get the mind going. And if, and, and it's this mind, it's this back mind, not this front mind. This front mind is what's saying, Oh, two plus two equals four. It's not saying, Oh my God, she cut me off in traffic. I'm now going to hunt her down. That's. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> I I learned how to drive in L.A. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you still go down there and you better hit 85 or you're going to get ran off the road. I swear to God, it's crazy, but at least I'm ready. <laughs> A lot of breathing. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not only do I feel more relaxed. I feel more joy. I feel more centered. I feel, I feel really good. Not that I didn't when I got here, but it, it, I tell you, it didn't take away. <laughs> it only gave more. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Just, to, I'm pre-approving this message right now with you. I'm going to go ahead and take your medit your meditation out, cut it down, and then I'm going to share it. And then I'm going to share it with you so you can share it with your peeps, too. Okay, so if you want to give a little sample of your meditations on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, every Sunday at 10 o'clock on Zoom, Pacific time. Yes, and I, again, you were talking about people popping in and out. I've been doing that the whole time. I mean, a few years, but it's such a blessing. And I always want to be there. It just doesn't make sure it happens. It's but life. It's life. And I think, you know, if you put those restraints on, on yourself, that you have to do this and you have to do that, that's, that's not what meditation is all about. You come when yeah. you can, you come when you want, and you just be for a, a short time. Well, and you started recording it for the people who couldn't make it, right? Right, yeah. And it's the uh, meditation link is for each week is always on the website. And I always post it on Facebook as well. And then there are people that don't always look on Facebook or are not on Facebook. If, if they contact me through the website or through just Linda at tranquil-moments.com, I can put them on the mailing list and I send out a reminder every Saturday to everybody on that mailing list. It's awesome. 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 And it's free of charge. Miss Linda gives her love freely and it's, Oh my gosh, talk about a circle of sisters. Wow. It's a, it's a powerhouse. You got some women in there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> many of them have been so many, and you included, have been inspirations to me. And I really appreciate the sisterhood. 
Oh. Now, you also do something with Cynthia Donself once a month, right? You do a meditation as I well as the... Yes, I do a short meditation, and Cynthia is an intuitive and uh, has um, just a gathering of people who come with questions about the energy that's surrounding whatever question they have for her. And she she's an amazing woman. I mean, she's been a teacher and uh, an intuitive for 30-plus years. So, Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, like I said, we can just keep chatting, but I'm going to honor the time. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you so you. much for today oh, and spending so the time and, and oh, sharing the love. Thank you, thank you, and your wisdom, of course, my sweet. Oh, all right, my dear, have a beautiful day and a lovely, well, life to come, I'll just say. Absolutely. All right, I'll see you soon. All right, sweetheart. Mwah.